Welcome to Joy Sounds, music you need to know, where we bring you the brightest independent artists. I'm your host, Chris Sampson. Joy Sounds is presented in partnership with Music Connection. Music Connection has been an invaluable resource for the entire music community since 1977. Find out more by visiting musicconnection.com. Our featured guest today is James Priestner from the Vancouver-based band Rare Americans. For their latest record, called Rare Americans 2, they don't just release a collection of songs. Rather, they create an entire universe complete with animated characters and detailed storylines. As a band, Rare Americans are wonderfully impossible to categorize, as they simply let their imagination drive the creative process. We talk with James about Rare Americans 2 and the animated videos that accompany each track. Plus, we hear three songs from the record. We hear Hullabaloo, Berlin, and Gas Mask. So let's begin the episode with Hullabaloo by Rare Americans on Joyce Sounds. Thank you for your patience We're here to help We're here to help you
And that was Hullabaloo by Rare Americans here on Joy Sounds. And it is my pleasure to welcome to Joy Sounds, James Priestner of Rare Americans. Hey, James, how you doing? I am fantastic. Thank you for having me. How are you doing? I'm doing great. So nice to have you and so great to get introduced to Rare Americans. I was telling you uh, off mic just before we were starting that you you earned a fan in me, man. This is this is, uh, this is is not just a collection of songs. This is a, an entire universe that you've created. It's, it's pretty remarkable. Thanks. Yeah, it's, uh, I guess, a couple of years of hard work and uh, yeah, we're, we're really just at the beginning of uh, this project, so we got we got a ton more on the way and uh, getting deeper into animation and storytelling and um, yeah, just trying to create um, something bigger than than just songs, I guess. Yeah, you can see that it's a couple years in the making because of the level of storytelling and the the overall narrative. Um, and we're going to get into all of that, but let's actually focus on the song that we just heard, Hullabaloo, a little bit, because this makes a striking commentary on corporate culture. Where does Hullabaloo fit into this overall narrative that is on the new record, Rare Americans 2? Good question. Um, <laughs> yeah, Hullabaloo is, uh, I feel like this record is not, um, it's not a concept record by any means, like yeah. uh, mm-hmm. in terms of, uh, it's more of a, the actual reason that we went with the album cover of our mascot, Alfred, he's on a train and the back of the record, he's at a train station and each song is kind of a destination of where he, you know, where he goes to. Um, so this record was more designed that each, each song is its own little story. Right. Um, it, and so Hullabaloo is, is just, yeah, it's, it's a unique kind of one-off event. And yeah, I think corporate culture is also something that we're, uh, we're very fascinated by. We live in a, a very interesting time right now where, mm-hmm. you know, three or four companies dominate the world. Um, they're arguably more powerful than any government in the world. Uh, and we're so uh, indoctrinated into their kind of ecosystem that it's impossible not to be no matter kind of what we do. And I think that we or the average person really only gets to look at the surface level of, of what that means. Uh, and for Hullabaloo, we kind of let our imaginations run wild and try to pull the curtains back on one of the kind of mega corporations. And in this one, we made a fictitious corporation called the Lemming Corporation. Right. Um, and, and a lot of people, uh, because of the, the character in the video, drew comparisons to what a company like Amazon might be like. The monster kind of in the video, I guess, somewhat resembles Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Um, so Coincidence? Uh, we didn't really, Coincidence? We didn't really I don't know. <laughs> it's not like I, I was like presented a picture of Bezos's face or anything. Um, it just, just kind of happened. So, uh, yeah, we wanted to kind of, you know, pull the curtains back a bit and, um, you know, take it way further. It's, it's a little bit whimsical, the video. Um, so it, it obviously comes from a fictitious place, but, you know, probably rooted in some truth. Uh, I think a lot of these mega corporations, you're, you know, you 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 kind of become a slave to to the man per yep. se, and, yep. and I think a lot of people in, uh, you know, in my age age category are really getting sick and tired of that. Um, you know, I think there's never been a time where people are more um, entrepreneurial. Uh, it seems that every single person I know, you know, whether it's via Instagram or YouTube, is trying to kind of have their own thing and mm-hmm. or trying their best to have kind of a a side hustle that they hope has become their main kind of form of income um, while they're, you know, kind of, you know, paying the bills, working their kind of nine to five job often for, you know, some sort of corporation. 
Um, so yeah, I, I think it's something that we all are just naturally a part of by uh, living in the digital age. That's for sure. That is for sure. And and I think you you paint a very vivid picture. And I, I completely agree that Rare Americans too. I can hear you when it's it's not intended as a concept record, but it is these vignettes and this storytelling of sort of a day in the life of a variety of people. And this just happens to be sort of the the day in the life within a corporate culture. Um, but I, I love this approach to songwriting, which to me is so fresh in which it's, uh, it's very um, almost external storytelling, as opposed to the true singer-songwriter that sort of delves into their own personal experience and feelings, you're, you're really conjuring up stories and being able to comment on them objectively. Yeah, this one's much more uh, outside in, I would say, yeah. uh, especially Hullabaloo. Um, that's not to say, though, that we don't uh, go from inside out as well. Like sure. if you look at our, our next record that um, we're actually coming with right away here, um, that one, I would say, is much more inside out. So nice. Nice. Uh, I think it just totally depends that we, you know, we all go through different things at different times that I think as, as creators inspire your work in different ways. Um, and at this point in time, uh, we were thinking about much more macro concepts, uh, I guess. Um, and yeah, hollow blue is definitely one of those, uh, and musically it's kind of a, it's just a party. Like it's just a totally wacky, wild <laughs> song. Um, it's pretty much like everybody in the band was like, ah, but here's my influence. Let me put my influence on this. We have, uh, two Slovaks in the band. So, um, this, this song has a bit of a gypsy kind of Slovak uh, kind of style to it. Um, and then, you know, I, I like hip hop a lot. I like punk rock. So, you know, that's kind of the flair we bring to the table. And, you know, once we mix all of these influence together, we get some crazy thing that's, Love it. I guess, called Rare American. Yeah, yeah, there you go. It's Rare Americans because it's it's uh, it really doesn't do it justice for us to try to put a label or a genre on it. This is like defies all of that. It's like a gift and a curse because I find that a lot of people don't know how to uh, write about it either because it's, it's much easier. I think if you're, uh, you know, you're in a very straight ahead genre that it's like, ah, this band is really similar to The Strokes and to Cage the Elephant or whatever. Um, with us, I always find that's one thing with uh, journalists or, uh, you know, creators or podcasters of any kind. It's almost like you have to kind of, they're like, what, how do I describe this? I'm not really sure. Can you give me the, the, you know, give me the Coles notes on how I'm supposed to describe this? I'm not really sure. So you had referenced when we were talking about Hullabaloo, the video, but it's not just one video. You've got an elaborate, amazing animated series for each track of this record. Tell me a little bit more about that because it, it, it creates such a complete experience. Yeah, that was something we, uh, before the very first even Rare American song was released, we talked about having a strong visual component to it. And at the for the first record, I was, uh, I was actually running a production company at the time, so we did a lot of live action videos. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but we just learned through kind of trial and error they're just such a pain in the ass honestly yeah, um yeah. the stories yeah. that we wanted to tell were pretty grandiose in scale and unless you have a you know half a million dollar budget for every video and several <laughs> months to plan yeah. um it's just not feasible so um we had made one animated video for that record um which had a strong reaction it was called cats dogs and rats um and we just really loved it we just thought it was a cool cool vibe uh, to help kind of tell the stories that we wanted to. So we decided to kind of commit um, all into animation for 
that point uh, forward. And we found a partner uh, out of Toronto called Solus Animation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've worked with them for every other video since then. And yeah, we, we felt like each song is is stronger with a, with a visual and kind of the story behind it, almost like little movies, mini movies, right? Uh, opposed to, you know, just simply being a song. So yeah, we, we've really committed kind of all into that. And I think the further that we got into each video, obviously there's new characters, new stories. And then we started, you know, figuring out, Hey, can we, uh, can we create kind of a universe out of this? Um, and so, you know, that's been the challenge over the last several months is, okay, how do you, how do you, how do you create a, a universe that a band lives within, uh, which is obviously <laughs> the, the, the number one example of that is gorillas. Um, yeah. And there, there hasn't really been many uh, artists, you know, since them really to, to do something like that. So for us, we also felt like, okay, this is a, also a less crowded space. You know, the music industry, obviously content is king. It's saturated. Yeah. Everybody's got a video, several videos. And unless you want to be, you know, the front man who's, you know, becomes a, literally a character himself, someone like, you know, Youngblood or Oliver Tree, or, you know, I feel like we, we kind of compete in a similar space. Um, you know, that's just wasn't my natural kind of vibe in the world. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I, I yeah. just, it's just not who I am, I think at my core. Um, so we felt that, <laughs> excuse me, we felt that using this animated kind of, kind of world, we could really, um, have our own unique lane and path uh, t- to do what we do in in the you know the overall I guess music industry and and stand out in a yeah in a crowded space. Yeah, well, I think you definitely succeeded because it creates a cohesiveness and a, a thread throughout the entire record. And like you said, um, it creates that universe that everybody can uh, can look forward to what's next and everything. So well done. And to hear the backstory of your th- of your thinking about how this grew out of in a lot of ways, necessity and some very savvy thinking, you know, thinking, okay, the live action stuff isn't very efficient. How about we do this? I, I just really appreciate hearing the creative process. Yeah, I think uh, most most casual music listeners just do not understand what goes into right. making a record, you know, musically and um, the videos, the marketing, the branding, the promotion. Right. Um, it's funny, several people who have, you know, I guess gotten closer to me over the years who knew nothing about the music industry. Um, they're just shocked and floored because <laughs> people, I think almost take music for granted a little bit. Let's check out another tune. So the next one that you have queued up for us is Berlin. Um, you, can you give us a little bit of synopsis on, on Berlin? Uh, yeah. Uh, this one, uh, our guitarist, uh, Lubo, he had kind of come up with the riff for this song. Uh, and he really wanted it to be a sad song. <laughs> it was in the dead of Canadian winter. Uh, we were at my brother's cabin um, in just outside of Edmonton, Alberta. It was probably minus 25. Mm. The days are short and dark. Uh, and yeah, Lubo said, you know what? I really want this song to be sad. And so, yeah, we, we put our heads together and uh, we decided to make a, you know, a, a sad song. Uh, and that, that was kind of the task at hand. And uh so this song this song came out and uh yeah it's it tells kind of a crazy story in the video of uh a guy who loses his lover and this is during the uh the cold war uh and it's just uh you know it's a full little mini movie in and of itself the video so so this is berlin by rare americans here on joy sounds
it's a heavy night And you know I'm a heavy sight It's a lonesome home My old cold case to comb I could've done better I could've done so much better And that was Berlin by Rare Americans. Let me take a minute to tell you about our co-sponsor, Music Connection. Through its daily website, weekly newsletter, and monthly print magazine, Music Connection caters to artists, musicians, industry pros, and support services. For years, Music Connection has been known for discovering new talent by reviewing unsigned artists, both through its live performance reviews and critiques of recordings. Music Connection never charges a fee for its reviews. Known for years as the Musician's Bible, Music Connection bridges the gap between the street and the elite. It exists to serve artists and music makers of all genres, offering connections to the unconnected and to provide expert, cutting-edge information that can help you take your music to the next level. Whether offering tips on raw survival or exclusive contact lists of industry pros like managers and label representatives, Music Connection is an acclaimed, proven resource for the professional and semi-pro musician. Check it out at musicconnection.com. 
Now let's get back to our conversation with Rare Americans. And that was Berlin by Rare Americans. Um, yeah, very, very different sound. Also, what I want to give you guys a shout out for is just the this, the production values, the sound quality uh, of this record. Um, I love it. It sounds it sounds like musicians in a room making music together, which is which is fantastic. Tell me a little bit about how you guys went about producing the record. Very much in that way. Um, we were uh, in Vancouver. We worked with uh, a guy named Ben Kaplan. Mm-hmm. Uh, he. Uh, was a Juno Award winner uh, for Producer of the Year in Canada, actually for one of our songs. It was for Brittle Bone Sneaky, a different song, but um, also on the same record. Um, so yeah, we tracked this at uh, Brian Adams' studio uh, called The Warehouse, uh, which is just actually down the street from me. He's had that since uh, the 80s. It's a really beautiful, nice, big, exposed brick, uh, really cool studio. This was kind of a two-pronged approach, I would say. Um, we got a lot more into demoing and production ourselves. Um, so we had come to the table with this record with um, songs that were almost fully produced out already. Mm. Um, if you listen to the demo versus the the master, um, you'll find that the songs are almost the exact same. Uh, we, we just really spent a lot of time and, um, you know, just kind of crafting every part in every song. And then uh, Ben is a kind of a sound magician. Uh, he's, he's just an incredible engineer. Uh, and he just made every song sound 10,000 times better and more pristine. And uh, yeah, he's just a, a world-class engineer. So yeah, I would say that this record was far different than the first one where we came in right. with acoustic demos. We were kind of, you know, building the grooves and the tracks from the ground up um, all while we were in the studio. This one was um, probably the biggest challenge was demo-itis. Um, yeah, that had, that's, a, we, very, that's uh, a real thing, isn't it? Yeah, we were we were so attached. I'd say, in particular, myself. I was so attached to every part because I felt like we spent so much time on each part. Um, so, you know, at the end of the day, all, I feel like all that work uh, paid dividends because it pretty much stayed true uh, through the whole record on every song. So, yeah, that was uh, that was kind of the process. Um, and Berlin, in particular, is just a bit of a different vibe on this one. It's just it's it's much slower. It's much mm-hmm. uh, it's more moody. It's it's sadder. It's more introspective. Um, it's just a bit of a change up, I would say, on the record. And I can hear uh, that Rare Americans too represents an evolution in your approach and your sound from the first record. And you had already mentioned that uh, the next record is forthcoming. Is there more in the evolution? Is your sound uh, continuing to change? Yeah, I would say so, definitely. Um, I would say that my influence has really changed um, Mm -hmm. over the course of the last year and a half. Um, I was listening to a lot more... um, like J. Cole is someone who I oh, really yeah. got into. I think he's an unbelievable uh, rapper and uh, just a phenomenal lyricist. Um, really got into J. Cole, got into Oliver Tree a lot. I really liked uh, what he was doing. I thought it was interesting. Um, all that to say, I think that this the next kind of wave is a little bit more of a hybrid of the band playing in a room and then you know mixing in some more program sounds. Um, I think that that's something in the first two records we did very minimally. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And my own tastes have really changed from being more of a, I guess, a punk kind of rock-ish kind of band to, um, you know, not not using 15 guitar tracks on every song <laughs> uh, and kind of letting the groove carry us through a little bit more and uh, creating more space. I think that's one thing in music that's... Yeah. Um, very apparent to me over the last several years when you see artists like Billie Eilish um, or Tate McRae or, or people like that. There, there's so much space 
And each sound is a very carefully curated and orchestrated uh, and very unique, um, but it's not about crowding things at all. Let the vocal shine. Uh, And I think our tendency in the past was to put in too much stuff. Uh, So I think in this next kind of wave of of songs, we've stripped it back a little bit and let the groove carry through a little bit more and let the vocal shine. And so, yeah, I I think the the vibe is just definitely, uh, definitely different. So I'm sure there's going to be some fans that miss the, you know, straight ahead, more kind of punk-ish sound. Uh, But then I think that there's an entirely new audience who probably wouldn't be into Rare Americans now um, that will that will get into the band. So yeah. I'm, I'm, well, it'll be curious to see how it, how it happens. I also believe that your fans have to expect that Rare Americans can't be static. That's just not the way you guys are built. Um, so I'd like to think that they can anticipate that and look forward to something new out of you guys. Yeah, fair ball. That's probably a good point. Um, I think that's one thing, if you're a fan of ours, um, we have so many different types of songs um, that were definitely not a band like The Strokes, where it's like, mm-hmm. you, and I love The Strokes, don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, they're right. one of my favorite bands, but you put on a record start to finish, each song you could be one and the same. They're just yeah. so similar yeah. sonically. Uh, and us feel like each song is its own approach, in a sense. Uh, so yeah, I think you make a good point that if you're a fan of ours, you probably expect the unexpected. Does Rare Americans try to bring this universe that you've created into the live situation? What's that? What's a Rare Americans live experience like? Yeah, hundred percent. We actually just did a live stream show for when this record came out, and we had the full projector screen behind us cool. um, with all the characters and the videos um, synced to the lighting and whatnot. So. Um, absolutely, that'll be uh, part of part of what we do. Um, I would say my ultimate goal is to make it more than just the animated videos. I would like Rare Americans to be more of like a, almost like a media company in a way, yeah. um, where it's uh, where on our channel it's not just about music videos. Um, you know, we we could have some animated shorts. We could have um, more uh, like serialized, um, you know, mini episodes where the characters are actually speaking and it's narrated. Um, and then to bring that also into the live show, almost something like Pink Floyd would do. That's kind of my ultimate uh, goal. And that's, I would say, what we're in the process of, of doing right now. It's, it's just a new beast uh, to tackle. Um, that's one thing I've learned a lot about in the last six months to a year uh, is script writing. It's, it's an arrangement in and of itself. I feel like I, you know, at this point, I have a pretty good understanding of the arrangement of a song and how songwriting works. But um, learning how script writing works is a totally different discipline that I would say that we're, we're more juniors in. So um, I think that we have a lot of great ideas, but the, we don't intrinsically understand the formula of how uh, episodes and TV shows work quite as well. Yeah. Uh, and having worked now with a couple solid script writers, I, I understand that their art uh, is also obviously something they've been crafting for as long as we have with songwriting. Um, so that's something I'm looking forward to just educating myself more on and um, practicing and and then putting that out in the world and seeing how it's received. It's an immersive, multidimensional experience. That's why I became a fan of this band. You guys are thinking about this completely on a macro level as to what the experience would be. And as I see it, 
it, it's developing amazing loyalty among your fans, you know, uh, dressing up as characters at, at Comic-Con, you know, this type of thing. It's, it's, it's making the, the right impact. Yeah, that's a, that's a goal. Um, you know, we got, we got big ass plans for the band. Uh, now it's just a matter of, of building and, and casting the net uh, wider and wider. So our grandiose plans can uh, really come to life. You know, James Priestner of Rare Americans, this has been a pleasure to get the chance to meet you and learn a little bit about this band. I can't wait to see what's next for you guys. But before you go, I'd love to talk about and hear one more tune from you. And the one that we have to wrap up the episode is Gas Mask. What can you tell me about Gas Mask? Uh, I would say that this one is also more of a personal. Uh, this one would probably be on the on this particular record, probably the most personal to me. Um, yeah, it's it's about the idea of you know, it sounds cliche, but getting up when you get knocked down kind of thing um, and and going through time periods where you feel like you're not good enough. You have a bit of imposter syndrome, mm. um, you know, struggling with identity, I guess, a little bit and, you know, trying to just kick that thinking away. Uh, I feel like is for a lot of people, it's like a it's a you know, it's like exercising. It's just something that you consistently need to do. Um, and you know, I think I was going through a time period where I was feeling that a lot. Mm. Um, so it's trying to remind yourself, Hey man, like you've got two ways you can go one or the other, and you're the one who has to decide that. And you're the one who actually has to put in the work in order to get where you want to go. This isn't just going to happen for you. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of the idea of, of this song. And then on the video side, we, we thought an, an interesting way to personify it would be to uh, like a, a boxer um, because I, I think boxers go through more trials and tribulations than almost any, any athlete sure. in the world. So That's for um, sure. that was kind of the idea of trying to bring, uh, you know, the image to this is uh, to tell it through the story of a, of a boxer who's kind of, you know, a talented, highly rated kind of boxer who falls on hard times and it's got to kind of, dig his way out of his own hole that he's created for himself to ultimately reach his potential. All right. And to wrap up today's episode, this is Gas Mask by Rare Americans here on Joy Sounds. I got a lot of pen and energy scenes Couple nights of tossing, turning Strangest dreams I've ever been Where am I gonna be? Come ten years from now A decade ago I was writing this same shit down Got a lot on my mind Need to get it sorted out Like a riddle or a puzzle With the pieces got about What's a picture of a route? Can't think about the doubts Gotta get up if you get knocked out You've got two ways You've got today You've got to do what the fuck you say You've had your woes The things that I'd erase Seven deadly sins Each of them at some point got a taste I was on a good path Watched it all explode Lost everything I knew on me On my reload Been a hell of a road Still on it today I've walked through many lives Took a piece of each with me Life's a journey to the end Taking chapters as they come Keep your head up off the water I shoved up on the sun Two ways you've got today. 
Don't know what's happening I'm trapping in my head again I'm stressing for the medicine The hocus focus focus up forms A swarm of locusts But the crack brain's on a go Just in a race to go bro The grind is hard to cope Sit charter up a row Who wants to die? An ordinary blow Ordinary Mary Mary's Ordinary Joe Ordinary scary Ordinary sure to subscribe and follow Joy Sounds wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us on all social media platforms using the handle at Joy Sounds Music. Are you an artist who would like to be on the show? Visit the contact page of our website at joysoundsmusic.com for more information. Until next time, this is Joy Sounds, music you need to know.